Welcome to Coffee with Courage. I'm a marriage and family therapist with a love for coffee, adventure, science, and who believes healing and love is for everyone. This podcast is for those who just want to learn how to care for their body, mind, and spirit. I will share my experiences as a wife, mom, friend, and give educational tips for self-improvement. Grab a cup of coffee and let your mind be filled with courage. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Courage. Currently, I'm sipping on a Irish cream cold brew from Starbucks. I know it's Starbucks. I prefer local coffee coffee places 100%, but I'm obsessed with the cold brew with the Irish cream. It's just so good. If you haven't had one, I highly recommend it. Go get one. You'll thank me later. It's delicious. All right, recently I did an Instagram poll and people wanted me to talk about relationships and boundaries. So I picked boundaries for today's episode. A boundary, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is a line that marks the limit of an area, a dividing line. The point of setting boundaries is so we don't get mixed up in between somebody else's emotions and our own. Now, of course, I'm talking about emotional boundaries, but there's also physical boundaries. There's also mental boundaries. It's what divides our personal space from somebody else. It's what gives us privacy. So it's not just emotional boundaries, but I will be focusing mainly on emotional boundaries. Obviously, I can talk for hours about this topic, but I'm going to keep it short and simple. I'm going to describe three types of boundaries, inflexible boundaries, overly flexible boundaries, and healthy boundaries. Okay, let's begin with inflexible boundaries, or another word, rigid boundaries. This is a person who would likely avoid any type of close relationships and is afraid of intimacy. They are unlikely to ask for help, they have very few relationships, are overprotective of their personal information, so they're very, very private, may seem detached even with their romantic partners. And this usually comes because they have a strong fear of rejection. And so they want to keep people at a distance. People with inflexible boundaries usually have a lot of emotional injuries. Or it could also mean that it's what they were taught as far as culture, the way they grew up, to keep things tight, to keep things shut, to not allow other people to meddle in their lives and their personal, everything is private. So emotional injuries, or it could be cultural. There's also an underlining fear with people with this type of strict or inflexible boundaries, rigid boundaries. They have a tendency to force their beliefs onto others. They have this fear of losing authority, respect, and control. Everything is either black or white. There's no middle ground. When I think of someone with inflexible boundaries, I automatically think of Sandra Bullock in the Proposal movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a chick flick. If any guy out there listening, sorry, this is the reference that came to mind. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, it's actually a pretty cool movie. But if you have seen it, Sandra Bullock has this tendency to just be guarded, controlling, uh, is just forceful in her beliefs. And whenever her authority is questioned, there's a small amount of rejection. She automatically panics. Well, this is a good visual character of what inflexible boundaries looks like. I hope that description was helpful. Um, That's the first one that came to mind, but I'm sure you can think of so many others given the description that I gave before. Okay, let's switch gears. Let's talk about someone with overly flexible boundaries. 
meaning they really have no filter. They really have no boundaries. This is a person who has a tendency to overshare. They have a really hard time saying no, and they hardly ever use that word. They don't want to hurt other people are over-involved with other people's problems. So they're meddlers. They're always involved in other people's drama or in their lives. They are dependent on what others think or say of them. This comes from a fear of being rejected. So they don't set any boundaries or they have very flexible boundaries, which ultimately leads to being okay with abusive relationships and having disrespectful friendships or family members, or it really doesn't matter, just relationships in general. And there is just no limits or dividing line between their emotions and somebody else's emotions, creating chaos around them. Okay, here's another Sandra Bullock reference. She is my favorite actress, by the way. The movie Two Weeks Notice with Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant would be the person with overly flexible boundaries where he just shares everything about himself and he just wants Sandra Bullock's opinion in the movie all the time and just has no boundaries whatsoever and it turns out that she ends up having her very rigid boundaries turned into overly flexible boundaries. So you're a perfect example of how an overly flexible person meets a rigid person or inflexible person. The funny thing about human behavior, this is a common pattern of attraction. You have an overly flexible person tied with overly rigid person, and that creates a lot of issues. Why do we do that? I don't know. The opposites attract rule. It's just the funny things about behavior, the funny things about life. We usually want the opposite of what we are. All right, let's talk about healthy boundaries. What are healthy boundaries? Well, for starters, it's a person who can use the word no. (laughs) So in the first category of an inflexible boundary, that person's no is their favorite word. That's their Mr. or Mrs. No. An overly flexible boundary, they have no idea how to use the word no. They hardly ever use it. In a healthy boundary, They know how to use it appropriately. If they really don't want to do something, then they'll just say, I don't want to, or no thank you. In order to use the word no appropriately, this person needs to know what they want and what they need, and they more than likely know how to communicate their wants and needs to others. This brings me to yet another characteristic of a person with a healthy boundary, is that they don't compromise their values for the sake of other people. This characteristic is an important one. This is a defining factor of someone with healthy boundaries. They can share ideas with others without the fear of being rejected, even if those ideas or their, those thoughts don't match to the person that they're having a discussion with. This is how they value their own opinion. They don't have to mix or compromise their thoughts or values just for the sake of being loved or liked or accepted. A person with this type of boundary will also know how to share information appropriately. They don't overshare or they don't undershare. They just share what's right for them given the situation or given the setting. What I find interesting about boundaries is that most people can have a mix of the different boundary types. For example, someone can have healthy boundaries with their family, but can have inflexible boundaries at work and can have overly flexible boundaries with their partner. It just depends on the setting uh, and what's appropriate for that person to do with their friends, with their family, with their coworkers. And like I referenced in the beginning, it could also be cultural. So what you learned to do 
in your family of origin, meaning your parents and your siblings, is more than likely what you're carrying into your other relationships. Some cultures have very different expectations when it comes to boundaries. Some cultures can find it inappropriate for you to express emotion. Other cultures can do the opposite. They can find it inappropriate if you don't share emotion. The appropriateness of boundaries depends on the setting. And you can have a mix of different boundary types. Okay, so we've talked about three different types of boundary setting. Hopefully you identified with a healthy boundary setting. If you didn't, if you identified with the other two in most areas of your life, then it's probably a good idea for you to find someone to talk to, a licensed professional, so you can begin to set some healthy boundaries. If you want to read more about boundaries, I highly recommend Henry Cloud. Dr. Henry Cloud has written books about boundaries, boundaries in marriage, boundaries with kids. Uh, I can't remember which other boundaries, but he has lots of books about boundaries. It's a great read. I've given you a very brief explanation of the topic. If you have time and if you like to read, please read that book. It is essential. I think it even comes with a workbook. I like to recommend it to most of my clients and even family and friends. If there is anything that I want you to take home with you today or a tool to add to your toolbox is the importance of learning to say yes and learning how to say no. Not everything is going to be a yes. Not everything is going to be a no. Having the perfect balance between those two words is going to make a world of a difference in your personal relationships. Okay, let's do a self-assessment. How often do you say yes to things that you do not want to do? And how often do you say no to things that you actually want to do? You say yes to everything then it's likely that you have a very flexible boundary. If you say no to everything, it is likely that you have a very rigid boundary. If you are open and honest with people around you, respecting people's differences, being able to respect others, accepting their no's, giving your no's, accepting the yes, giving a yes, you have a healthy balance, then you're likely to have the healthy boundary type. I invite you to listen to this episode again and take a sip of your coffee every time I said the word boundary. And by the end, you should have finished your cup of coffee. (laughs) I know I have just finished my cup. Thanks for listening. Until our next cup of coffee, let your mind be filled with courage. Courage.